There really are some people in this world who are just begging for you to give them a three-legged stool and directions to the rope store. Oh, and try a grilled cheese using a hot dog roll. You're welcome. Hello and welcome back to the only show. Just received an email and a voicemail from the IRS about you know who. Here on the Peter Network! Hey everybody, welcome back to the Peter Pod Network and episode 18. This has been quite the adventure so far. We are incredibly thankful to have you join us along the way. Remember for all you playing at home to drink every time someone lets out a curse word and this is the only warning you get. Shit ass cum fucker is not one drink, it's four. Holy shit, dude. So let's play to win and for those of you going through this show sober, well, you're now solely depending on me to be the funny part. And uh... Well, I got to admit, that's like a 70-30 shot at best, so if I just suck big, unholy, unfunny balls tonight, you are screwed. So let's take a lesson from Will in the back, get yourself a hot dog, a Hummer, a quarter of good green buds, and a glass of your favorite drinking game beverage, and let's all find out what happens. (laughs) I mean, who doesn't like a good mystery? Oh, and what you heard during the theme? Yeah, that just happened. Turns out when you file your taxes, you're supposed to tell them about all your income, and collecting public assistance probably doesn't help either. All right, so let's get started with the show. Make sure to hit the subscribe button on YouTube. Follow us on all the major socials at PeterPod Network. You can send us a message at thepeterpodnetwork at gmail.com. Remember that T-H-E to let us know how we're doing and also how you're doing. We care. Uh, let's see now. Maybe we can uh, bring the show to your town and see what it has to offer. A couple smart-ass show hosts will feel free to write in and uh, let us know what your town has to offer. And, of course, check out the archives at peterpodnetwork.com to see all the past shows, shorts, songs, and bits that may or may not have made it to the air. I can tell you there's been a couple, and they've all been fucking weird. It's really fucking weird. (laughs) So to start the show, we were uh, trying different things these last few weeks to see what the email response was to our uh, new segments, and it turned out the segments that were most acceptable to your ears were, well, when I ranted like an asshole about something that probably didn't matter. And because I'm such a generous bastard, we here at the Peter Pod Network now proudly introduce you to my weekly rant. What are the words to the song? I don't know, but I'll carry on. Because I've got something to say. And here comes the rant of the week. So this week we wanted to talk about why marijuana or weed or green corn... The thing that smells like the art teacher's office, whatever you want to call it. How has it gone from this thing that you didn't ask questions about because really why the fuck would you? It's getting you high, right? Why and how is it that weed went from that to a commodity that I now need to know the difference between sativa and indica? And why the hell does it come with instructions when you get it at the store? It's fucking weed. Just smoke it. And if I'm the one smoking with you, don't ask me. You didn't pay for it, and I don't care. Purple Passion, Maui Wowie, the famous Pineapple Express. I once had one that someone called the N-Word's Revenge, and no, I'm not going to say what it's actually called. These things are basically meaningless, as far as names go, and yet we have a whole culture that lives and dies by it. Why are you making weed harder? Why are we making so 
I spent years just asking two questions. Is it weed? Is it good? And maybe a third, how much? Why do you need to tell me about its geographic ancestry, along with the chemical makeup that, for all I know, could actually be the chemical makeup of your grandfather's dusty drippings? How the fuck would I know the difference? I get that knowing how strong something is is good, but by going by a name that someone wrote on a jar after they themselves probably got high is kind of silly. For all you know, the name of what you're smoking may be a call to white supremacy action. Like the revenge one I just mentioned. Why would you want to take it any further than what it was when it wasn't legal and we were sneaking it behind a garage and no one gave two shits what it was called as long as it did what it was going to do? Indica, sativa, before there was a store you could go get it at, did you really give a fuck what your weed was? And don't lie, years and years of shitty, seedy, Mexican brickweed everywhere proves my point. Those of you that remember that swag know exactly what I'm talking about. And yes, by that example, the weed has gotten better. But what else do we really need to know about it? I can personally attest that I have never given a fuck about how many cannabinoids or cannabinoids are in my bowl. Not once. And I seem to be doing all right. Absolutely nothing has changed about what weed has done to me since high school when it started getting better quality. But things like flavor weren't really a priority there. I don't ever remember anyone taking a hit and saying, Nah, man, I prefer fruit tones in my herb. And if they did... They didn't get to smoke with us again. That's for damn sure. Please no and never come back. If weed tasted like the soggy bottom of your local dump, it would still be just as popular. Why the fuck are you trying to sell me blueberry notes and a mango finish? Does it taste like weed? Then here's my fucking money. Now go the fuck away so I can enjoy this. It's shit like that and a few other instances that are really fucking throwing me off when it comes to the pot culture lately. I gotta say, like, what's with these fucking pretentious bastards who act like they got a goddamn PhD in smoking weed? Son, I've been doing this shit since I was fucking 12 years old. You're not gonna teach me anything new. I don't really give a fuck about your triple-filtered smoking whatever. Make a fucking gravity bong out of a two-liter bottle in a bathtub and then you come talk to me. And I gotta put it out there, what the fuck is with these people who are now smoking the oil, the dabs, or whatever the fuck you call it? Was smoking weed too easy for you? You needed to up the difficulty factor? Jesus Christ, folks, be happy with what you got. When you gotta use a fucking blowtorch to smoke your weed, maybe you should rethink what you're doing. I mean, seriously, a fucking blowtorch? What other sign do you need to know that that's probably a bad fucking idea? And for all of you out there that are saying, Oh, I've been doing this for years and I've never had an issue using a blowtorch. Keep in mind that that's probably what the last guy who set his apartment on fire with a blowtorch said right before he did it. I mean, seriously, a fucking blowtorch. You use that shit to work on your car, not to get high. Just smoke a joint like the rest of us and chill the fuck out. Signs that you are trying too hard. Hey folks, welcome back to the newest addition to the show, the new retooled news segment, which we hope you're going to love. Uh, we just decided, you know, the regular news, it's just so fucking depressing, so 
Everything is horrible. It makes you want to slit your wrist just thinking about how fucking shitty the world is. Well, we thought of something different, and here it is. Enjoy. What can you hear about this fucked up town? Only on the news. Hear it on the news. Did some crackhead run out to traffic? Find out on the news. Crack is a hell of a drug. Heard it on the news. Where's my beat? Yeah. Find an alien, find out on the news Is E.T. coming for me? Is your mother really your brother? Find out on the news Mom, you got a lot of explaining to do Was your principal really a heroin dealer? Find out on the news Did he sell smack? Loves that smack Oh yes he does Once sold himself for smack Hear about it all on the news Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the news. As it turns out, monkeypox has hit New Hampshire, and this drinking game has gotten a little bit funner. I thought the disease that came from monkeys was called AIDS, but they do say it's a bold new world, and now apparently it's a pox. Why do anything if we'll all be dead one day? So, monkeypox has been found in New Hampshire, folks, and we all know it's just a matter of time before hell comes to Frogtown and we have to quarantine again. So, can someone tell me what the fuck is going on with this shit? I'll never tell. <laughs> Most of you only remember the crazy shit that's happened lately. Like, uh, murder hornets, COVID, obviously. I'm pretty sure I heard something about Florida finding the soon-to-be-famous giant African land snail that apparently can kill you. No shit. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? This thing can give you meningitis, I guess. Which, hopefully you know what that is from the incessant commercials on TV about the vaccine. And apparently it can either kill you or make amputations a very near part of your future. So, you might have something to look forward to. But, like I was getting ready to rant on, the that's only what you have heard about lately. Looking back on the crazy that has been the last 30 years, this all started with AIDS in the 80s, which, I kid you not, at one point I remember being told we got AIDS because gay people chopped down the rainforest. I know that isn't anywhere near true, but it still gives me a kick today. What's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? But from AIDS, we got SARS, which really seems to suggest that we were supposed to stay away from Asian people, judging by how the news presented it. Which is why you have us giving the news to you, because you really can't go by what you see on TV today. 
Anyways, then the bird flu, no joke. We were told we had to be mad at birds at one point. Of course, that was followed by swine flu when we got to the 2000s because I guess we're eating too much pork at that point or something. Seriously, think about that. Americans were told for 20 years or so that we were in danger from all birds and bacon. And people wonder why we spent 20 years in the Middle East, the world's second largest desert, where we were just trying to find a safe haven from anything with feathers. We all know they're not playing with pork over there. After that, we were told that everything from caterpillars to fucking Ebola was coming to get us. I'm fairly certain the U.S. government owes everybody a healthy prescription to mood stabilizers and maybe a prepaid visit to the local dispensaries after that mind fuck. This is crazy, this is crazy, this is crazy. And as I was saying, now we have monkeypox. Though I ask, whatever did happen to those murder hornets anyways? I kind of feel like we got gypped on that one. Regardless, what? Okay, hold on. We're getting pushback from upstairs about what? Really, the word gypped. <sighs> Holy shit, dude. Okay, so apparently the word gypped is offensive to the gypsy community. Huh. And you know what? I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't, I don't give a fuck, bitch. I don't give a fuck about you, man. I don't fucking care. That's like getting shit from the Fraggle Rock community for telling the true story of Gonzo and Miss Piggy's special needs love child, Beaker. Honestly, I kind of want to see the fight the gypsies would bring. I bet at least it's colorful. And maybe after they marry off another 15-year-old to a dirty old uncle, we can have a spirited debate about how much I just don't give a fucking care. Romnichelle Gypsy Annie is crazy about her first cousin, Josh. That's my honey. We love each other. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I just offended a whole lot more fucking gypsies after that one. What do we got next? And with that, folks, it looks like our next story is pregnancy centers are being vandalized and police are considering it a hate crime. And I'm telling you, the best part is the irony, because apparently the people committing the hate crimes are the people who are anti-hate crime. It's best not to think about it. You're fucking right about that, Carl. So, to keep it simple, the anti-hate crime people are now getting involved in the hate crime business. Don't think about it too much. Just pretend this is a dream. So, if you've been paying attention to the news for the last couple months, the usual irony that comes from the most vocal is taking a new spin. Or, maybe not really a new spin. I mean, after the riots in 2020, well, I don't know how you up the irony factor after that. The people who speak about being a peaceful society because we accept everyone going out and burning a number of cities and mass riots was pretty hard to beat. You have definitely set the bar with that. Well, the same folks who tell you to accept everyone, regardless of their preferences or choices, decided it was a good idea to vandalize and graffiti the pregnancy center in Concord recently because they don't respect their preferences and choices. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. The hypocrisy is so thick that I could cut it with a fucking rubber chicken. And I know that was a weak joke. I get it. But it seems like every time I make a joke about these militant extremist fucks, the joke ends up being true. And I'm not saying that being pro-choice is a bad thing. That is your decision, and I think that really should be celebrated. But to say that we need to practice tolerance to everyone's choices, and then to write Jesus sucks, or whatever the hell it was, on what is obviously a religiously-led ideology? Well, it kind of seems like you're begging for someone to identify as an asshole and exercise their choice with a giant shit stain across the rainbow flag in the center of the front yard of the Capitol building. 
Police are said to be investigating, but really, who the fuck cares? No joke. To those listening who support the vandalism, do you really think that the group of people who think a book written 2,000 years ago is God's word are going to just suddenly change their minds about everything they believe because you spray-painted forced pregnancy on the side of their building? That's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. Well, let me educate you a bit here. When you fuck a guy's wife and he walks in and catches you, is he just going to be caring and understanding that you and his wife have a different idea of monogamy? Or are you about to get your face introduced to your colon in one way or another? The only thing you get when you kick a bee's nest is more bees. Seriously, nice job making your fight harder. And that goes for the right as well. You've seen what happens when you push those hippies off their ledge. We end up with an Occupy movement, and now we can't take the kids to the park anymore. And just for the record, I do blame the right for the Occupy movement. Especially since every dirty hippie decided to pitch a tent in every park in the country, and that meant I don't get to enjoy smoking a joint when I walk my dog without some fucked up pooba trying to start a smoking circle with my weed. The park used to be a nice place to enjoy a peaceful moment, and then suddenly it became an obstacle course filled with clads of patchouli stink and homemade tents. Oh, and don't forget the constant protest chanting that turned out to be just job training, as now instead of chanting, fuck the 1%, that's now been replaced with, do you have any change? Change! 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 There's some change! 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 I don't have any more change! And stop putting God bless on your panhandling signs. Never mind the fact that I doubt you attend church along with your heroin habit. One generally does not come with the other. Which I should also add is why I'm not a big fan of socialism. Not just the hypocrisy involved and the glaring holes in it, but the same people asking me for change at almost every New Hampshire street corner is also the motherfucker with a better phone than what I have. And if I hear another fucking crunchy who hasn't showered in a week trying to tell me that I have to smoke with them because really it's everybody's weed, well fuck you and the multiple herpes that are screaming from your face. My body, my choice. And I don't want to catch whatever the hell it is that you got growing on yours. Herpes, yo! It ain't chill! You can't cure it with a pill! Again, we do try to stay somewhat partisan when it comes to politics on the Peter Pod Network, but some of these stories have to actually be told as the way that they actually happened, or really, what the fuck are we doing here, you know? da 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 da, da. Let's do... Let's do. Oh shit! What are we doing again? Fuck. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Peter Pod Network. Hopefully you did enjoy that last revamp section of the news. Uh, took me quite a while to make that song. Gretchen did help out. Hopefully you enjoyed it as much as we did making it. Now for this week for Let's Do, myself and Gretchen did make our way down to the Londonderry Flea Market. And after we got the shit scared out of us there, we uh, wandered down to the Salem Flea Market just to kind of end the day. Uh, what would you say, just getting things going, was your favorite part of going to a Londonderry Flea Market? What was your, your best find, Gretchen? Um, my best find by far was a stick of dynamite from 1982. Yeah, see, folks, she's not fucking with you on that one. We actually found a stick of dynamite, yes, from 1982, and, of course, in true Londonderry flea market fashion, just hanging out on a table for anybody to walk away with, just sitting in the sun. So, 
after we went through the uh, the true fear that we were going to be hit by explosives and launched 40,000 feet in the air, we decided to make our way out of there post-haste and wander down to the Salem Flea Market where, well, I'll let Gretchen describe what she found. You took me to the ghetto. You, you took me to, like, the, the third world East Bumfuck Mexico ghetto. All right, so... I agree. The outside of it when you're wandering around is kind of like Mexico. It kind of seems like a Tijuana, I don't know, block party. Like I was waiting to see like a whole truck full of chickens or something. <laughs> All right. No, but you got to admit, when we went inside, it turned in from little Mexico into little China, I'd say. It turned into something. That's for sure. With the bamboo, we ended up buying a little golden statue of a cow sitting on a bunch of coins. I rub his head every morning now just for good luck because... Well, what else are you going to do with that shit? But as we were wandering around, we did end up in one particular uh, store that I don't know how best to put it. When you walk in, first you go past a giant stand-up arcade game of Street Fighter 2, which, I'm sorry, you're going to lure me in any fucking store as long as that's sitting in the doorway. And, well, what else was in the store, Gretchen? Um, There was a lot of, like, old weapons and guns and knives and not just old weapons though specifically what kind of weapons um like nazi stuff yes that's right folks we walked into world war ii except for it appeared that we were on the wrong side because there were fucking swastikas everywhere but this isn't just the video games and nazi memorabilia store this is also the place you go to get a new pipe and i don't just mean a pop pipe that's right, folks. If you're a specialty crackhead, head on down to the Salem Flea Market where you're going to find yourself with all the amenities you'll ever need. That's right, the Salem Flea Market, where crackheads dare to dream. Now, walking into a Nazi crackhead video game store, if that isn't enough, we actually did find one guy who I wish I could have fucking interviewed. I promise you, folks, I, I so wanted to. But he kept shining the taser and kept setting it off right in front of us. And I don't know about you, but I don't fuck with a guy who's just flashing a weapon in my face. So this taser, as he's demonstrating for us, scaring us off with... That's right. This was not just a taser to, you know, keep your dates at bay. But this is also a flashlight to pretend you're a cop or something. I don't know. That, he was very... Yes, this was quite, quite the energetic individual who just... I swear to God, within a minute, he probably set this fucking taser off about 50 fucking times. And, well, when that happens, we tend to just walk away and go see what else is going on. But as we passed him multiple times, because I'm telling you, folks, you walk in that building at the Salem Flea Market and you just get fucking lost. It was absolutely a maze. We tried to find our way a few times, but I know we passed the same store four, five, possibly six times. Which, don't get me wrong, great marketing to keep people in the building, keep them buying, but... I got a little afraid someone's going to pick up Gretchen and just kind of walk away. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that they're doing human trafficking there. So with that said, I got to ask you, Gretchen, do you recommend people go check out the Londonderry or Salem flea markets? I would definitely go back to Londonderry, maybe skip the dynamite table. Um, Salem, not so sure because I'm convinced it's a front for human trafficking. See... I thought the Salem was more my people. When we wandered around Londonderry, it just kind of seemed like everybody was, I don't know, staring at us. And Yeah, but at the Salem one, I was surprised we didn't see, like, the typical nondescript white van that says free candy on the side. 
And with that, I think she's got me beat. So this week for Let's Do, we checked out the Londonderry Flea Market and the Salem Flea Market, and we're giving it a big be careful where you go, look at what you do, and try not to die. So that is it for this edition of Let's Do. While Gretchen gets done laughing at me, I will ask you folks out there, if you have a place you'd like us to go and visit on one of our Let's Do weekend adventures, go ahead and write us at thepeterpodnetwork at gmail.com. Remember to include that T-H-E, or again, you're going to hit that girl in Concord. Let us know where you'd like us to go, what you want us to check out, and seriously, if there's somebody down there that you want us to interview, we're more than happy to fucking do it. I'll smoke a joint with just about anybody. So for everyone here at the Peter Pod Network, this has been Let's Do. Let's do. Let's do. Let's do. Oh shit! What are we doing again? Fuck! All right, everybody, that's the show for tonight. Hopefully you did enjoy the revamp news and that song that took me fucking forever to write. Credit Gretchen with that one too. She did help out. And, of course, uh, what else we have here? We had the rant going on as well as the new edition of Let's Do. Let us know how we're doing on that. I think it's getting better. But, of course, reach us at thepeterpodnetwork at gmail.com. Remember to include the T-H-E. Tell us how you think it's going. Let us know if you can think of any way to make it better. We're trying to make a show for you, so your input is valuable. Follow us on all the major socials, Twitter, TikTok. Uh, what else is there? Instagram, Facebook, yada, yada, yada. You know how to find us at Peter Pod Network. And, of course, you want to see the archives. We got all the episodes, the songs, the shorts, and everything else. Just reach us at peterpodnetwork.com. So, from Peter Pod, from Gretchen, from Will in the Back, have a great night. And hopefully you didn't drink too much. <laughs>